0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix on RNIB Connect Radio. If you've just joined us, a very good morning to you. Welcome to the programme. Now, I'm delighted to say that the gorgeous Donna Smiley joins me now from Take a Break magazine. Hello, Mrs.
1: Hello, how are
0: you? I'm good, thanks. How are you today?
1: Yeah, I'm not bad, thank you. I've just returned from 10 days off, so it's a bit of a shock to the system today.
0: Oh, (laughs) I bet it is. And I believe you were in Spain,
1: I was in Spain, yeah, I was getting nice and burnt in Spain, but yeah, it's lovely. Oh, are you
0: lovely and tanned, Donna?
1: I don't really tan, but I've actually put on some fake tan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I go really freckly, but yeah, I'm really pale, so I don't really, don't really tan, unfortunately. Do you know, I'm exactly the same, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. my
0: fake tan is kind of running out from last week, so I feel a bit kind of, I feel as white as the top I'm wearing today, unfortunately. I know, it's weird,
1: isn't it, when you've been tanned, and you're like, oh my God, I'm really this white. <laughs> Well, listen, it's great to have you on the
0: programme on our brand new time slot as well. Mm. Uh, So uh, we'll start off with our first story from this week's Take a Break magazine, and uh, it is Dirty Derek's wife swap.
1: (laughs) It is indeed. So this is by a lady called Karen. Karen was standing at the caravan window and two familiar figures emerged from the caravan next door. A moment later, in walked their friends, Joanne and Chris. Can't you two keep away for five minutes, she said, laughing. We heard the kettle jam replied, let's have a brew. They sat down with their husband Derek and moments later the four of them were roaring with laughter. They'd known each other for years and celebrated birthdays and Christmases as a foursome and the joint caravan break was the highlight of the year. Although Karen liked Chris, she was particularly close to Joanne. She was godmother to her daughter and when she'd given birth to her own daughter Laura, they'd returned the favour. She said to Derek, I can't think of anyone better. Now they were all incredibly close, but some people disapproved. One evening, they were all at her auntie's house celebrating her birthday when her sister pulled her to one side. She said, Your Derek's just rubbed Joanne's arm and told her he likes the feel of silk. She raised her eyebrows at her. He's just being flirty, she replied. You know what Derek's like. But sometimes even she had to admit that their closeness went a bit far. On one occasion, she saw Derek pinch Joanne's bum. And on another, she walked into the living room to find her lying with her head on Derek's lap in an itsy-bitsy silk-white wrap while he stroked her hair. Even though she knew it was just a laugh, it riled her. And to get her own back, she lay down on the sofa on the bed with Chris. But it was all forgotten in a few days and life went back to normal. Then one night, Karen was at work when her phone beat. Derek had texted, ''Let's go away for the weekend,'' she replied, ''Great idea.'' By the time she got home, he was already on the computer. ''Planning our trip,'' Karen said. She was expecting her to fill in the details, but instead he switched off the screen, turned around and said, ''I don't love you anymore.'' Karen almost fell over with shock. What, she gasped? I don't want to be with you, he said. He was so matter-of-fact it knocked the wind right out of her. All she could do was run upstairs and shut herself in the bedroom. Later Derek came up. Look, he told her, I just don't know what I want, okay? That's not good enough, she said. Either you want to stay with me or you pack your things and leave right now. He did the about a bit. Then he picked up his suitcase, filled it with his belongings and said, I'm going to my mum's. And with that he was gone. Karen was heartbroken, but she thought he'd come round. When he didn't, however, she called her brother-in-law and they set off from Maria's front door. She rang the bell and Chris answered. She said, Is he here? Chris nodded. She looked past him and saw Derek in the front room talking to Joanne. There was something about the way they were looking at each other that made her blood boil, and suddenly her brain went click. As Derek walked towards her, she slid off her wedding ring and threw it at him. Then she ran back to the car and started to cry. She remembered the occasions when she caught Derek and Joanne flirting and thought, How did I not see this coming? When she arrived home the phone was ringing. She answered it and Chris asked, Are you okay? Can we talk? She said. He invited her round to his while Joan was out. There he told her, I caught her on the phone to Derek, it's obvious what's going on isn't it? Karen nodded. Chris went on, I've told her to go for a walk and think about who she wants to be with. I feel so foolish, Karen said, I have my head in the clouds. Don't blame yourself, Chris said, you weren't to know. Just then, a key strapped in the door and in walked Joanne. She glared at them. I'm not answering to you two, she said, and walked straight out. She couldn't believe the brazen cheek of her, Chris said. I'm seeing where she goes, wait here. Ten minutes later, he returned and said. As I rounded the corner of our road, I saw Derek sitting in a car. Then Joanne appeared and climbed in. They've got some nerve, Karen said. But she was more upset than angry. She'd loved Derek for eight years, but now she knew that it was over for good. That night in bed, she looked at his crumpled pillow and sobbed. The next day Chris phoned and told her that Joanne hadn't come home. He said, shall I pop over? Yes, Karen said, I could do with some company. They sat in the living room and talked about what had happened. Despite the fact they'd both been dumped, they had a laugh and when he left, she felt happier than she'd done in ages. Over the next couple of weeks, Chris visited her home in Normanton, more and more. In the end, she invited him to stay and late one evening as they were watching television, something happened. "'Her cheek accidentally brushed against his. "'She felt the spark. "'Chris must have felt it too "'because he tilted her head towards her and kissed her. "'When his lips met hers, "'her emotions got the better of her. "'Next day, they were like a giggling pair of teenagers "'kissing and hugging each other. "'I was giddy with happiness. "'Then a few days later, "'Chris and her took the kids to a fun fair. "'While they were on the ghost train, "'they waited nearby. "'All of a sudden, Chris dropped to the ground "'and when she turned to look at him, "'her mouth fell open. "'He was on one knee.' Yes, she gasped, Yes, He hadn't even asked her. Everybody around them began to clap and cheer, including her children. She rang her mum and said, I'm over the moon. I've never seen you so happy. I guess Joanne did me a favour, Karen said. She's welcome to Derek. And she meant it. It was only months after Derek and Joanne had left, but everything just felt right. Next day, Chris took her into town and they chose a beautiful sapphire ring. Then they went wedding dress shopping. She stepped out of the changing room, Chris said. That's the one. It's not usual for the groom to see the dress before the wedding the shop assistant told them. Well, Karen replied, we're not a usual couple. In time, Chris and her divorce, and Joanne and Derek, and then our big day arrived. They took their places at the register office and spoke their vows, and then they had a church blessing. As the music began to play, they sang along to Celine Dion's I Love You. There wasn't a dry eye in the place. Afterwards, they had a three-course meal, and then her son, Stephen, stood up and made a speech. He said... "'I can't tell you all how happy I am to have Chris as my dad. "'He's a decent guy and he makes Mum happy.' Karen blinked back the tears. She turned to Chris and said, "'I'm so proud to be your wife. "'I'm proud to be your husband,' he said. "'Now Chris and her have been married for 13 years "'and they've never felt happier.' Before they got together she didn't know what true love was. She's not bitter towards Joanne or Derek. As far as she's concerned, she says they did her and Chris a massive favour. And that's it.
0: Well, I tell you, Donna, <laughs> they obviously did do her a favour, oh, but yeah. uh, gosh, what a strange story. But I'm glad everything worked out in the end. Uh, yeah, I, I like too. it when a story works out well Same. and They're take both a happy break now. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well listen, I'm very happy now because I got to speak to you again. It feels like forever since I last feel spoke to you. But uh, Thank you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio today. And obviously, if anybody wants to find out more about what's going on in Take a Break magazine, the issue is out as we speak, so do go out and get it. You can also take a look at the fully accessible website.
1: Have you got the web address? Sure, it's www.takeabreak.co.uk.
0: Donna Smiley, feature writer from Take a Break magazine, thank you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye.